guys, it's Anthony from It's Out of Here Podcast, and I got a special guest with me today. I was on Mets Twitter about a couple nights ago after a Mets victory and, and promoting my podcast, and I couldn't believe who um, uh, tweeted me in direct messages. It's somebody who has the same podcast name as me, and his name is Ben. Ben, how you doing, man? Hey, Anthony. Yeah, no, thank you for having me on. I was honestly pretty pretty pleasantly surprised that you had the same name as me and that (laughs) i guess that means that you know i i thought of a great name and so did you yeah we have good taste apparently i mean we all love gary cohen we love his calls i mean uh, this is in tribute to him as mets fans you know uh naming it after that and you know uh we were we're on here today to talk about trade deadline man i mean it's one day away uh you know some trade rumors that are spreading around uh and uh, what fan graphs are also saying. I mean, we've seen some crazy trade rumors out there. What's the craziest one that you've heard so far that you think could happen or might not happen? The craziest one that I think realistically, I mean, the craziest one I thought that I heard before was the, was Scherzer to the Mets. But yes. I, I realized that that wasn't going to happen shortly after, even before the reports. I was like, there's no chance that this guy is coming to the Mets. Like, I would never... If, if like we were the other way around, I would never give Degrom to the Nationals. Like it's completely unrealistic for us to assume, or even expect us to get Scherzer. So I would say the most realistic possibility would be Gray and Story. Yeah, I I agree with that. Um, I would love the Gray and Story move if that actually does happen. I mean, like like they're saying, Story's having an off year. His throwing arm is not as good as it used to be. But, you know, I think he would be a great permission for shortstop until uh, Mr. Lindor gets back or, you know, he could play third when Lindor gets back. Uh, what's your take on that? Do you think he'll play third base or something if I, Lindor comes back? Yeah, I agree. I think he can play uh, third base. I uh, I know he is having an off year, but at the same time, you know, a change of scenery and coming to New York can do wonders for him. And at the same time, like, I, I really do like Tyler McGill and I really do like uh, have faith in Carrasco, but, like, you know, it wasn't a few weeks. It was a, who were we throwing stack like last week? Like we, we do need starting pitching depth. Like right. there's not there's nothing wrong with adding another starting pitcher, especially if it's not going to cost us as much as it would to get somebody like Barrios. Exactly. And I was on the Barrios line for a while, and it's looking like that's not even going to happen. Yeah, it looks no. like the Twins want a huge package for him. And do you think there's going to be a team that's going to land Barrios at all? I do. I'm not too not too sure who it's going to be, but I, I really do think that there's going to be a team that's willing to give it up because you know I never thought that the eight the A's gave up their number one prospect, right? Right, uh, Marte. They did. Yeah, I never thought. You know, it's really uncommon that you hear of a number one prospect getting traded for a rental player, but you know it's possible. Yeah, it is very possible. And I, you know, if if the story thing doesn't work out for the Mets, uh, I'm on the Chris Bryant Javier Baez train. What about you, Ben? What do you think of that? I love Chris Bryant. I don't know where he's going to fit in with the Mets. And again, he's a rental. I'm not going to lie. I'm not a huge Javier Baez fan. I think he's got tremendous IQ, but I never really like those guys that, you know, strike out or hit a home run because it's just, it's too, it's just not, it's not my, my type of baseball. And um, I would like, I would never have taken Joey Gallo on the, on the Mets, but I think that's also a great trade for the Yankees not to, you know, give them any hype, but like they have him for an extra year and, you know, they play at that uh, short porch and right field. So he's going to be killing the ball. Exactly. Uh, The only thing that I think Javier Baez will fit really well in is for our defense with Lindor being out, Uh, you know, especially how, how quick of a tag he makes at second base. He's a very good tagger 
one of the best in the league. Yeah. And uh, were you, you on know, the Mets, uh, the group last night, the space? Yeah, I did. I did see that. I saw that he will want to work with Francisco Lindor, and that was uh, that was intriguing to me. Uh, I guess that's his best friend from Puerto Rico, so that's his one guy that he wouldn't mind working besides. And that, you know, that really interested me. I was like, hmm, I wonder if that's uh, him saying, "Hey, you could bring me over there, and if I like it, I'll stay." But yeah. you know, do we have? We we got Steve Cohen. I'm not saying we don't have, the money, <laughs> but do you think we're gonna have the money to even? afford a uh, two or three $30 million player a year type salaries? That's the only question. I don't know, man. It's a tough question because, like, there's obviously no point of going over the luxury tax by, like, a million or two. So if, like, we're going to go over it, we're going to send it. Exactly. But I think I, that personally that, you know, I don't – I don't. Uh, Conforto's fading on me. Like, I wouldn't mind not re-signing him, but, like, I don't know. I really want to see how Thor does and keep him. Strowman's had an unreal year. Why not try to get keep him? But, right. and, you know, DeGrom's got an opt-out after next year, I think, or the year after. But, like, there's some key players in this team that we need to keep. Absolutely agree. I mean, our core, our core is really, like, DeGrom, uh, Alonzo, uh, and even Conforto could be in that mix yeah. if he gets his hitting back in track. I, and we already got Lindor now, so now I, I definitely agree with that. We need to try to keep our core guys before we could go ahead and get a big time splash player again. I think that I definitely agree with that. I mean, uh, is Conforto even worth the qualifying offer to you? That's what I, I'm saying. I don't know, right? I think they should have signed him during spring training. I think this whole ordeal of him not being signed, you know, the whole Scott Boris situation. We know how Scott Boris can be. Uh, waiting out and uh, testing free agency is usually his game. Um, so with that being said, I think it is running in Cafordo's mind a bit. Now, thank God his defense hasn't failed us this year. His defense has been fantastic this year. And that arm last night saved the game for us last night, for sure. I uh, think that speaks wonders on Conforto's mental toughness to stay in a game, yeah, even absolutely. when, you know, this this whole you know not being signed, not not knowing how much money he's going to have in the years coming, and um, or having a home base to raise a family or anything like that, and you know to still struggle behind at the dish, even last night struggling at the dish, but to keep your head in the game and come up with a dime of a throw like that is you know unreal to me. Absolutely, uh, that that throw was fantastic. I I didn't think that McCann got the tag down. I was like, oh no, that's going to be overturned. Oh. And then when I saw it again on replay, I'm like, oh thank God. Neither did I, man. <laughs> Especially after McCann's history this year, I feel like there's been a few missed tags by him. Yes, absolutely. That's what I was saying. Like, but I mean, McCann is definitely better than Wilson Ramos. Wilson Ramos tags oh. don't even compare to McCann's tags for sure. <laughs> Not <laughs> at the plate. No. Uh, but, is it fair to say that McCann's our best catcher since uh, Piazza? <laughs> I mean, I mean that's a, I mean that could be a little bit of a stretch because then we know uh, Piazza had a better average, better power game than McCann does to this point right now. But what I could say, catching wise, probably better than Laduca yeah. than we had since Laduca at least mm-hmm. uh, when, uh, when we had him in 06 and 07. I remember uh, that, yeah. So. Now, I want to get your uh, fan graph uh, that, that you found and, uh, and uh, pick my brain about it. Because I was seeing a couple, like we saw just before Gallo went to the Yankees yesterday, which according to Andy Martino, it's not totally finalized yet that it's still in the commissioner's office, which I don't understand how that could be a problem. However, 
Uh, yeah, I'd love to ask you some questions and hear your hear your take on things. Yeah, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, please. So, what, what what do you think that the move that the Mets need to make to be a World Series team is? Because they're a fringe team, right? They're a fringe playoff team right now, and I don't see them yeah. making it past anyone in the NL West. Yeah, I really like like we were saying in the beginning. I really believe that they need a, a up there. Up that. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's all right, man. We're restarting it again. Why not? <laughs> it's okay. Yeah. Um, so once again, I'm Anthony from It's Out of Here Podcast. I got Ben, who also has the same type of podcast name as me. It's Out of Here Podcast. Ben, once again, we're talking trade deadline uh, here on the show today. Uh, so we were talking about, you were asking me before we got cut off about uh, what you think, I think, would send the Mets to the World Series this year if for right. a great possibility. So what I was saying was, I am with you what we were saying about starting pitching, starting pitching, starting pitching. And the only reason why I say that is because we do need depth in that rotation because we don't know how Syndergaard's going to be when he comes back in September. We don't know how Cookie is going to do this Friday when he comes back and starts because he's been on and off again during rehab. We also don't know about the Grom situation. We do know that there's no structural damage in that forearm. But he's 33 years old and throwing harder than he's ever thrown in his career. And he's not even making it past seven, eight innings this year. I don't think he's even gone eight innings this year. Yeah, opinion. I don't think he has either. Uh, so starting pitching is number one for me on the list. And I think that will send the Mets if they get the right starting pitching. Now, now you know. If they what get about like relief Maria, pitching? Relief pitcher, I think, will help for sure, especially with Lugo struggling the way he has since he's come back from surgery. I would say uh, Kimbrell or... You know, maybe even somebody, uh, oh, God, maybe Iglesias uh, would be a good fit from the Angels. So, uh, follow-up to that, do you yeah. want, what two players from the Cubs? Is it Bryant and Kimbrell, Bryant and Baez, Baez and Kimbrell, or Baez and Bryant? I would go Bryant and Kimbrell. I understand. That would be mine. That would be mine because, you know, last night, if you didn't see the last Twitter, Chris Bryant was playing shortstop. Yeah, I saw six positions this year. They're and begging. I'm like, six positions, man. So he's very versatile, which is what the Mets are looking for right now. And if you hear cars, I'm sorry. I'm driving to pick up my mom at the airport. No worries. <laughs> Great job multitasking. I hope she yeah, had a good, yeah, good flight. <laughs> I mean, you got to, right? Yeah, um, how life is. <laughs> but to be honest with you, Chris Bryant, being as versatile as he is, we know he now we know he could play shortstop with Lindor being out. I mean, that's doesn't that seem to you like they're begging, begging the Mets to get him? I I think they are. I mean, I I know that they knew the Mets were in Wrigley during the Diamondback series, scouting the game. And I mean, Chris Bryant was hitting rockets. I mean, he was hitting. He was two for two, and then he was playing all different field positions: playing left field, right field, third base. I mean, just to show the Mets like what he can do. I mean, <laughs> I mean, it's crazy. I, 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 I just, I don't know. What do you think would be a good package deal that would actually get the deal done in that regard, especially if you're getting a Bryant and Kimbrell? What do you think uh, it will be? I mean, you're going to have to center it with Ronnie on, yeah. uh, you know, he's, yeah. but like, we're not going to need a shortstop for the next 10 years. Exactly. So why are we saving him? <laughs> yeah. Why are we, why? exactly? I mean, um, I, I, I think Ronnie Musio and Mark Ventos would get it done. Uh, yeah. Maybe even JT again. I, uh, yeah. I mean, I mean, but are the Mets going to be willing to send three prospects like that? That's what, the only it, question. Let me ask you this. Yeah. Obviously. Uh, repeat your question there. I lost you for a second. 
your arm, Ben. Yes, sir. <laughs> I'm gonna be. I think I'll be able to bunch these all together. So I figured it out. I think. If not, uh, I can. Uh, I can help you. Okay, great. Because I know how to produce. I'm in, I'm in the cell phone lot right now, so I, there shouldn't be an issue now. We should have data now where I'm not like, because I'm driving in between the, uh, I guess the airport and I guess that's when I cut off. So I apologize for that, but I'm glad you're still with good time. Like you were saying on Twitter. I appreciate that, man. Of course, man. Uh, it's always fun talking Mets baseball, especially with someone that's educated about it. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. Yes, uh, so we are, um, you were asking me a question before uh, we got cut off. So what was your question again? So I can, because that's when the cutoff happened. We were talking about what two out of the three of the Cubs, correct? Yes, we were. And then you, and then I said, I wanted Bryant and Kimbrell and thinking that uh, Ronnie Musio was a good choice to trade because we really won't need a shortstop. Like you were saying uh, for years to come. And then I was saying Mark Ventos or JT Jin. Yes, yeah. and then I wow. and then I got to my hot take. Okay. Yes, so here's your hot take. My hot take is I, I'm fine trading Conforto. Like I like like I said, like I don't know if we're gonna sign him. And mm-hmm. to me, if like another team wants him and like it can get us value and like we can have an extra open position in the outfield for Bryant to play or keep Dom out there or whatever it may be, and get rid of Conforto and and. Uh, instead of a top prospect, I, I'm honestly more down for that than to trade somebody better than Ronnie. Yeah, I do agree with that to an extent because who are we going to replace Conforto with? That's the only question I would say. Like, who will we try to go get during free? Who is a free agent next year that's a right fielder that we could go get that you think we can afford if yeah. we do not re-sign Conforto? Um, I don't know, man. I got I to gotta do some more <laughs> research on that. But I know Brian's a free agent. I mean, is Judge a free agent? That I'm not too sure of. I think he's got one more year of team control, if I'm not mistaken. Because they've got a packed outfield now. They do. They really do. I mean, I was thinking that Gallo was going to be mostly first base, but they're saying, uh, no, he's probably going to be in the outfield because I know of the Hicks situation. and Brett Gardner's not really an everyday player anymore. No. So I understand that. So, I mean, that will be a stacked outfield. You're absolutely right. I mean, they're packed in there. And – I mean, I find it interesting because I remember I looked at Fangraphs yesterday and they were saying before Gallo was traded to the Yankees, like I was saying, as of recent, uh, they were saying Gallo's to the Brewers. Yeah, I actually read that, too. I, how do you, how did you feel about that? If that actually happened, what did you think that, did you think that would have worked for them? Or do you think that's just, a, I mean, Yelich is having an off year, but then again, you're yeah. paying him so much and he's on the, he's on his COVID now, I believe. Mm-hmm. So like, you're paying him so much money. So I don't know how you feel about, you know, who you're potentially going to, uh, who to bench there, but I, I don't know. I really like him on the Yankees. I think that's a perfect fit for him. I've always thought that's a perfect fit for him. And I'm one of the most anti-Yankee fight people ever. And like, I really okay. don't like talking good about them, but I think this was a brilliant move. Oh yeah, absolutely. It was a brilliant move. Uh, I thought it was more brilliant than them trying. They're still trying. They're still in the story. Uh, uh, trading market supposedly they, they I've heard that is so so not only are the Mets in, in story the Yankees are in story the Giants are in story I mean it's at least it's, the Padres aren't <laughs> right. I mean they don't need them they got the teeth I mean really yeah. they don't and they got <laughs> freaking uh Adam Frazier. they got Adam Frazier too yeah they did That's what are right. they they're like 12 deep now position player wise it's unbelievable I mean especially in the infield my god I mean yeah I mean I don't know if they're Hosmer 
Do you think that's uh, yeah. the plan? I actually read that. They there was a. I actually read that they were thinking about trying to trade Hosmer and something, but I don't know. He seems like a a centerpiece on that team, and he's got World Series experience, as we know. And yeah. um, I don't know. He's he's a veteran. It's just like Machado's also a veteran, but what has Machado accomplished in the outside of the regular season? Yeah, he hasn't really been good in the postseason, from what I. Uh, read and seen, yeah. Uh, uh, record wise, and not only that, but he's a. I don't know how to. I don't know how to put it because, uh, he's, he's without you saying player. it, I'm picking up what you're putting down. Yeah, he's an aggressive player. Let's Correct. just put it that way. He's very aggressive. He's I mean, there. Like so Javier Baez is kind of yeah. aggressive. Yeah. You know, I mean, they're game players. I mean, they're, they 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 love the game and they play hard, uh, but sometimes they could play a little too hard. If you I know think what that I mean. team's so aggressive, they can play themselves out of the World Series. <laughs> I can agree with that big time. I mean, the Padres have had some bad luck in the playoffs, you know, uh, 84 with the Detroit Tigers, and then you got 98 with the Yankees. I mean, uh, their story in the playoffs hasn't been great. So, yeah, that's a uh, little know, bit you do before my time, but I've heard about that. I, I, I'm rooting for them over the Dodgers for, for sure, especially after this Bauer situation. And, and according to what everybody's saying about the Bauer situation, none of the Dodgers want him back. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, so, how could you? I think I think we dodged a bullet. Everybody who wanted Bauer and the Mets uh, is probably like, phew, maybe, thank God that didn't happen after all. Yeah, no, I, I would agree with that. I, I mean, you know, obviously this is not a great topic to talk about, but we've had a lot of, of internal issues, like, you know, with stuff along that category, right, with Mickey Calloway and the, another right. guy. So, like, this would have just added on to the disaster of the Wilpon era. This is starting to get like the steroid era, but in a different way. Yeah. I mean, it's it's sad and and it's bad for the game of baseball and we hate to see it. Yeah. And we're that they're actually cracking down on this type of crap. I agree. I agree. I'm like it's it's honestly amazing to see that they're they are cracking down on this because a lot of these other sports don't really crack down as well as the commissioner has. Right. And good for the women for sticking up for themselves that are in the game of baseball and, you know, that love the game and want to be a part of the game and not 100%. run away from the game because of stupid, stupid men. Of course. And we, we got a progressive sport, you know, right? The first. Yeah, I mean, we do. GM in sports. I mean, I mean, I'm happy for that GM for the Marlins. I mean, she's made some good moves so far this trading deadline. Have you mm. seen the move she's been making? Yeah, yeah. they're looking good. Oh, they're going to be a threat to us. Uh, they will. I think they will be in a few years, definitely, for sure. I mean, she keeps on building the way she's building right now. I mean, there's definitely, for sure. Yeah, there's, there's no reason that we shouldn't be scared of them. Absolutely not. Um, So I'm going to pick your brain here on another fan graph that I popped up that I thought was very interesting. Um, because a lot of people also linked Trevor's story to the athletics. And they're saying for trading for Alf, uh, the Rockets, Rockies for trade outfielder Brian Buevez and uh, Drew Milas and first baseman Greg uh, Dykeman, if I'm saying these names right. I hope I am. Uh, do you think, like, MLB Network has been saying Oakland definitely needs a shortstop. Do you think that is the right call and the right move for the Oakland Athletics? Um, no, it's tough. <laughs> it's a tough call because – It's a tough call. It's a tough call. I, I like the A's. I mean, they're a fun team to watch. I love Chapman. I love Olsen. I just don't, I don't know. I think that they, I mean, yeah, they could definitely, they could definitely use a, a player like story, but if I was them, I would, I think I want some more help on the, on the pitching side. 
Yeah, I agree. I think what they're doing there, to be honest with you, I'm sure they do need a shortstop, but I'm not saying that they don't. I think what they're trying to do is save the team in Oakland. Yeah. I really think they're trying not to move. They That's want to get their stadium. They want to have some good fan base. They want to bring in a guy like Story to save the team. I mean, that's what I think that they're doing, really, to be honest with you, if they're talking about Trevor's story. I think that's what they're aiming towards. Um, I also saw something about the Red Sox acquiring Anthony Rizzo. Now, that's been a huge topic, the Red Sox needing Anthony Rizzo. And to be honest, he'll be a perfect fit in Boston. Don't you agree with me on that? Perfect fit, perfect enough that when we play them in the World Series, Anthony Rizzo is going to be the next Bill Buckner. <laughs> I love your optimism, and that that is a great – that's a great – I like that. That's actually really good. You know, I'm actually saying to myself, you know, wouldn't it be interesting if we have an 86 rematch? I, it's, it's possible. We I need mean, to make some moves. They don't, but <laughs> – Yeah, right? I mean, they really don't. But if they get Anthony Rizzo, I mean, that will solidify their first base situation because – it is kind of up and down with uh, – what is it Alex Trubeck that plays first base for them? Am yeah, I right? and they, they, yeah, they're all over with – I mean, every other – you can't complain if you're a Red Sox fan. Oh, like, no. Every other position's handled, but, yeah, they're yeah. Their, their first base situation's not, uh, not anywhere near set in stone. Yeah, absolutely. So that's what, that's what I agree with. Oh, this is something that scared me when I looked at fan graphs. This is something that I think Mets fans would be uh, crying – about if this actually happened. I mean, literally crying. And I mean, I know there's no crying in baseball, but Wilma Flores did it, so we could cry. Yeah. Um, Philadelphia Phillies will acquire Brian Buxton and Jose Barrios. For I Spencer heard Howard. I would <laughs> If they do that, I'm yeah. like, uh-oh. <laughs> um, so uh, what's your uh-oh, take on right. that? Do you feel like that's a possibility? Don't because, get hung I mean, the on Phillies do need pitching. That's what I'll say. I, I mean, mean don't Phil- get hung on Byron. Yeah. My opinion. He's very I good. Know. He's having a great year. Yeah. But I, I don't know. I, I Obviously, that would be detrimental to uh, our, our, our well-being as Mets fans because right. that's two players that could help us. But I don't know. I still feel like the Phillies bullpen needs more work than anything. Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. That's that's their main uh, problem. Like, yeah, Barrios is going to be great for them. But, you know, once every fifth day. Yeah. And, and you know, I did like what the Reds were doing. The Reds did a lot of bullpen moves. Uh, Justin Wilson, former Met. Yeah. He was great as a Met. As a Yankee. Eh. Yeah. I like, I like the Reds. I, think I do. That- I like the Reds. I really do. And I was, I was thinking the Reds were going to be out of it at this time. So I think I the Reds saying- have a chance. Yeah, I know. And I was saying to myself, but if they weren't in it, I was thinking, what about a Sonny Gray and Nick Cassianos for us? I was what about like, Jesse Winker? Ooh, ooh. How do you think Mets fans would feel about that if that actually happened? I think That's we would welcome him. Yeah, you think so? <laughs> yeah. I mean, listen, we hate him because he, he's not with us. I mean, true. I mean, true. Really, we hate everybody who isn't with us. Am I right? That's, that's, <laughs> the, that's the beauty of us. Yeah, that's true. That's true, man. So this trade deadline, man, is is exciting. It's probably the most exciting trade deadline we've had in a few years, if if I'm not mistaken, to be honest with you. Uh, with all the rentals that are out there, that could be uh, dealt away from teams that aren't going to be making the playoffs, like the Cubs, uh, Chris Bryant, and Rockies, Trevor Story now. And yeah. I mean, there's so many options out there that it's 
interesting and it's going to be exciting. I, I expect a lot to happen in these next uh, 24 to 48 hours. What do you think? Yeah, I mean, I think we have, what is it, six, we have 30 hours left till the trade deadline. Is that is that true? Because it's four o'clock tomorrow? It's Yeah, it's four o'clock or is it five o'clock? I thought it was five. It might have been five o'clock, but I'm not I, too sure. I mean, they extended it out because number yeah, one, whatever. it used to be on the 31st and now they changed it to the 30th. And that there's no trades yeah. anymore in the month of August. So this is it. Yeah. This so is it. Gonna, um, if you're going to make the playoffs and an, make a push, this is it. This is it. This is the most active I've seen Mets Twitter pushing for a trade since 2015. Also. I agree, yes. Uh, and the Joanna Cespedes trade was a shocker because I was within the last, what, two minutes? If yeah. I'm not mistaken. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, that, that, was, that was crazy. I was, remember sitting at my grandma's house. I was like, no freaking way. Like, I was, sitting, no I was way. sitting at my house thinking, oh, we're not even going to do anything. I can't believe it. Another it's year like, that we don't do anything. Classic <laughs> Will Ponds. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, oh, here's Cespedes. What? <laughs> yeah, that, that was probably the best trade in the decade. He, he literally did carry us to the to the to the World Series. Now he didn't do great in the playoffs. We wish he did, and if he did, man, oh my gosh, we probably would have had the flag, no doubt in my mind. Yeah, I mean, I I, I hold a lot of that to Lucas. I, Lucas Duda pains me, <laughs> pains me, man. I hate that hearing throw, that throw. That throw to the plate. What I was happened? there, man. I was there. You were at that game. Yeah. Oh, dude. Oh, man. What a tough way. I mean, Harvey was incredible in that game. That was probably Harvey's best career start as a Met and probably the last best career start he's ever had. And 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 it's a shame. You know, it is a shame because he really did pitch his heart out that day. Um, but, man, that, that must have been exciting to go see. What was that like going to a World Series game, especially a Mets World Series game? What was that like? You there? Yep, we're doing it again. I think we're going to end it here. <laughs> All right, Ben, I appreciate you talking to me, man, because I think we lost you again. So uh, I will uh, we'll catch up another time. And uh, it's out of here podcast, and I'm going to be out of here here in a second. So here we go. Trade deadline day coming up. Talk to you guys soon.